Hello, and welcome to the reading room. My name is Rose, and today I will be reading Chapter 2 of Hot-Headed by Mufi Kitten. This fic is rated M for Mature. For additional tags, please see the AO3 link in the description. The first day of the new school year began at last. Ochiko's alarm went off promptly at 7 a.m., giving her time to quickly shower and dress in her uniform, then run down to the dorm kitchen area where Aizawa-sensei had kindly arranged a hearty breakfast to be set out for his students. Active heroes, even heroes in training, had to take in an incredible amount of calories to keep their energy up and their muscle mass thick. So there was the usual staples of rice, fish, miso soup, and toast, as well as more caloric items such as eggs, bacon, and sausage. Ochiko's mouth watered at the absolute feast in front of her. A few other students from Class 3A were already digging in. Mina, Tsuyu, and Toru sat together chatting excitedly, presumably about what might be going on in school that day. Deku and Ida were also conversing over their plates and looked up as she entered the room. Rarkachan, come eat. Look at all this food, Deku exclaimed, with a wide, wholesome smile. Ochiko felt her cheeks heat a little at his attention and returned his with a warm smile of her own. It looks so good. I love eggs. I love eggs? Wow, she thought to herself. She approached the table and sat with her dearest friends since first year. Piling food on her plate, she started up a little conversation. Phew, moving everything into a new dorm yesterday was fun, wasn't it? Her sarcasm extremely obvious. In reality... Moving hundreds, maybe even thousands of students into new rooms all in one day had to have been a logistical nightmare for the school. It hadn't necessarily been crowded yesterday, but everyone was so busy going from place to place, her classmates were constantly in each other's way. Once again, as with the past two years since they'd started housing students on UA property, each class had its own dormitory. The first floor held their living space, including bathrooms, laundry, and a kitchenette. Then, each floor after the first held eight rooms in all, one side of the building having four rooms for boys, and the other side four rooms for girls. And it continued like that upward. Ochiko wasn't sure if it might have just been easier to keep their old rooms each year and just change the names on the outside of the buildings, but the staff at UA had decided on how the dorms would work, and if this was the best policy she would go along with it. They had been greeted by Aizawa-sensei, still their homeroom teacher, in the common living area that day, and had been given their room assignments. They seemed to enjoy mixing the students up every year, so it wasn't common for the same people to share the same floor from one year to the next. Since there were so few girls in their class, like always, they never had to have a next-door neighbor, thus never had to deal with thin-wall issues. Not that UA would ever skimp on any kind of quality, but sometimes people, especially type A personalities like most people in Class 3A, were just generally loud and energetic people. Ochiko felt fortunate that she got to share a floor, the second floor to be exact, with Mina, probably her closest female friend in her class. Although, to be fair, Mina was probably close with everyone. She'd gotten the room closest to the elevator once again. The occupant of this room always had to deal with a little bit of sound when the elevator was in use, but by this time, having been placed next to the elevator for the past two years, 
It was more of a soothing background noise for her, and she would have been more irritated to have been placed away from it. Yeah, Deku answered her, a half-hearted smile on his lips. He seemed troubled. Ochiko noticed and thought back on their confrontation with Bakugo, wondering if he was still feeling bad about it. I didn't find it to be fun at all, Ida said, somehow not catching her sarcasm. It was absolute mayhem. Everyone had boxes in the halls. I'm on the second floor with Mineta-kun. Do you know how many anime girl figures he has? Yes, Deku cut in with a more genuine smirk. His room was next to mine first year. Ochiko giggled. Well, it's probably doubled since then, Ida said. I would not want to shine a black light on his old rooms. I hope they clean them well when we move out. Everyone in their group shivered. Who else is on your floor? Ochiko asked, trying to get an idea of where everyone was placed as well as get awful images out of her head. Aoyama-kun and Kaminari-kun, he responded. Ochiko held back from making a face. Well, that'll be a lively floor, she thought. What about you, Raraka-kun? He asked courteously. Oh, well, you guys know that we get to be more separated than you, so I'm just sharing my floor with Mina. Ida nodded in approval. What about you, Deku? She turned to Deku. Well, he seemed troubled again. I'm on the fifth floor with Tokoyami-kun, Koda-kun, he hesitated a moment, a frown marring his features. Oh boy, Ochiko thought. And Kachan. She couldn't hold back from wrinkling her nose a little this time. His gaze slid to her, and she could tell he was trying to assess just how much their confrontation had bothered her. Huh, she said, smoothing her features back into a calmer expression. I'm sure that will be... fun. Deku kept his assessing gaze on her a moment longer, before turning back to his food. Ida looked between them once or twice. Why do you keep saying things that are awful or fun? Ochiko walked with her two friends the five minutes to the school building, where they quickly found classroom 3A and took their seats. They arrived mere moments after Momo, who had claimed a seat in the front row. No surprise there. There were no seating assignments. This year was seemingly a year of freedom, but she knew it was likely more of a test to see if they had enough discipline to keep their studies up while forging much-needed bonds between other future heroes. Ochiko grabbed a seat in the third row behind Deku and diagonal to Ida, who sat next to him. She and Deku sat next to the windows looking out over the vast and beautiful campus. She was a little excited that they overlooked some of the hero training grounds and that they'd get to see their Kohai training. A few more students trickled in, taking their seats around the room in relation to where they felt most comfortable. Kirishima and Mina sat all the way in the back, followed closely by Kaminari, who chose a seat in front of Kirishima. It was about 8.15 when the classroom door slammed open to reveal none other than Bakugo Kotsuki. Ochiko sat up a little straighter. His words, get ready to be in a world of regret, echoing back to her. He entered and surveyed the room for a moment, his eyes alighting on the two boys with who he usually hung around, waving him over. Bakugo, here. Kirishima motioned toward a seat on the other side of him. Bakugo ignored him. 
Then his eyes found Ochiko. She bristled, and her face heated at his piercing stare. He quirked an eyebrow. Bakugo, Krishma called again. Shut up, shitty hair. Bakugo snapped as he began to walk down the middle aisle. But he stopped short of reaching his friends and the seat they had saved for him. Instead, taking the one directly next to Ochiko. What the... She heard Karishima whisper to Mina. We're allowed to sit where we want this year, right? He asked loudly to no one in particular. Everyone was staring anyway. A few people nodded. So I'm going to sit here. Who has a problem with that? No one answered. Deku turned back in his seat to face Ochiko. Rakachan, are you okay with this? He asked, worry lining his face. He gave Bakugo a weary once-over. Bakugo glared back at him. Ida turned back, too, also looking a little concerned and confused. She doesn't need you to save her, Deku. I haven't done anything yet. Mind your own business, Bakugo spat. Yet, Deku spoke quietly. Bakugo just smirked. Ochiko was feeling warm all over. This guy, she thought. He wasn't joking yesterday. He's going to try to make me sorry. I'm not backing down from him now. I'm fine, Deku, she said, straightening in her seat. He's not bothering me. He'll never bother me. Bakugo got a wolfish grin on his face. See, Deku? Deku's eyes went to her, clearly not convinced, but not wanting to undermine her determination. Okay, well... If you're okay with it, he said with apprehension and turned forward again. Ida shot Ochiko and Bakugo a look each, but also turned back. The rest of the class had found their seats as this exchange occurred, and only seconds after Deku had faced forward again, Aizawa-sensei inched his way into the room, cocooned in his usual sleeping bag. He slumped over his desk. It is too early. I'm not ready for loud sounds quietly determine your class reps for this year. When you're done, I'll talk about what is expected of you this year. With that, he took a nap behind his desk. Everyone looked around for a moment, probably less confused and more trying to figure out how they would quietly determine class representatives. First year, Ida had kinda appointed himself, and Mina had been chosen. Last year had been Todoroki, a reasonably dependable guy, in Ochiko's opinion, and Mina, outgoing with strong leadership skills. This year seemed uncertain. Deku stood, a little nervously, and went to the chalkboard at the front, stepping over Aizawa-sensei. He took a piece of chalk and wrote, Write the name of who you'd like to nominate on the board. He looked back at the class, and everyone nodded in agreement. This is how they would decide. He wrote, boy on one side, and girl on the other. Then he wrote his choice in first. Aoyama. Not a wholly unreasonable nomination. He was confident and outgoing. Aoyama seemed to sparkle a little brighter at being considered. Urarika. Ochiko froze. What? She wanted to scream, but refrained. Knowing the consequences for doing so would be dire. Her face turned red as he turned back to her and smiled kindly. 
Bakugo scoffed and rolled his eyes. Mochiko shot him a glare, but he was eyeing Deku instead. His nose wrinkled like he was smelling something bad. After Deku retook his seat, they each went up one by one to nominate who they wanted in the order of the rows they were sitting in. It seemed a lot of the class had actually agreed with Deku, as most of the nominations so far were for her. But increasingly enough, her students were impressed with Deku taking charge so quickly and were nominating him. She was sure he was feeling nervous about it, considering he was far too humble to think he should be in charge of representing the class. It came around to her turn, and she quickly rose, scratched down Midoriya and Asui, before scurrying back to her seat. There was no way she would ever vote for herself. Then it was Bakugo's turn. Ochiko wasn't surprised when he simply passed on his turn, waving the person next to him, Shoji, to go ahead. She chanced to look at him from the corner of her eye. When she saw him openly glaring at her, she quickly looked away again. What is his problem? She thought to herself. It only takes one slight to make yourself a target. After everyone had written their choices, the names were tallied, and, as she had guessed, Ochiko and Deku were voted in as class representatives. She felt honored and slightly nervous as they made their way to the front of the classroom. Thank you so much for nominating Uraka and myself, Deku said in a normal voice, probably comfortable with waking Azawa-sensei up now. I hope we can represent you well, and thank you for your support, Ochiko said, and both of them bowed low. <laughs> Bakugos tissed loudly and rolled his eyes again. Most of the class turned to him. Ochiko barely concealed a snarl from her face. She felt her blood pressure begin to rise again. Is something wrong, Bakugo-kun? She asked a little curtly, trying to publicly shame him. She should have known that wouldn't work. Nothing wrong, round face. He responded with no shame at all. I think you two look adorable together. He rested his chin on one fist and a smirk came to his lips. The class was dead silent. Ochiko's face went hot and she didn't even want to look over at Deku to gauge his reaction. She pressed her lips together in frustration. Then, before her common sense could stop her, said, Thank you, Bakugo. I'll keep your opinion in my back pocket for whenever it matters. There were a few audible gasps as her classmates looked from her to Bakugo. His smirk vanished, replaced by a scowl. You've got a lot of nerve, Floaty, he started, his voice starting to rise. Okay, we've got our class reps, Aizawa-sensei grumbled as he awoke from his little power nap. Everyone jumped. Y yes, sensei. The class chose me and Midoriya-kun, Ochiko supplied. Congrats, he said with no conviction whatsoever. Now on to the plan for this year, if you all can manage to keep on track. He eyed Deku as he and Ochiko reclaimed their seats. Deku gave him a sheepish grin before turning to her to give her a look of solidarity, and back to pay attention to Aizawa-sensei's announcements. It's your third year, so it'll be more difficult than ever, and more will be expected of you, he went on. By now, you should have a good idea of how your quirks work and how you will utilize it as a hero. You should have a solid cat catalog of moves and abilities you can use 
and you should have a good idea of what you would like to be doing after you graduate. Ochiko continued listening for a few minutes, then decided to steal a glance at Bakugo to see if he was still leering at her or planning on some kind of retaliation. Her brows furrowed when she found him resting his hand in his head, nodding off. Nothing faced him, even getting in a near spat with her yet again only minutes ago. She had just been elected class rep, and he was already being disrespectful. Was he doing this on purpose? And why was he getting on her nerves so badly all of a sudden? She thought back to that awful look Deku had on his face yesterday. Oh, yeah, that was why. What had he said to him to make him look like that? She still didn't know, but she wasn't sure it would be polite to ask either. It could have been something embarrassing to talk about. She figured Deku would tell her if he wanted her to know. A jolt of electricity going through her again at being reminded of yesterday. She reached her foot out, and none too gently jabbed at his leg with it. He didn't jump or even move his leg away from her like she'd expected. Rather, she hoped, she pettily realized, because she wanted him to get in trouble. He only opened his eyes and slid them to her, a bored expression still dominating his features. His ruby eyes looked molten as they stared at her. Ochiko glared at him and jerked her head slightly to the front of the room as if to say, Listen to the teacher, asshole. Well, she was thinking that, at least. His eyes just focused on her, pinning her to where she sat. His look was so intent, so unperturbed, just staring at her, trying to make her squirm. Those crimson irises seemed like they glowed with intensity. She could feel sweat starting to form at the back of her neck from the pressure of his gaze. Her hands balled into fists as she forced herself to stare right back at him. He shifted his legs suddenly, and she jumped at his sudden movement. She flushed at having just been caught unaware, and he half smirked at her smugly before turning away from her to go back to dozing. Ochiko ground her teeth and turned back to Aizawa-sensei. No one noticed their exchange. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this reading, please use the AO3 link in the description to give the author a well-deserved kudos and comment. Also, don't hesitate to message us on Twitter with your requests for fix to be read.